on It's Adam, we had the opportunity to speak with Jordan Armstrong over Zoom video. Jordan was born and raised in Louisiana. He talks about how he got into music. His mom was and is a professional singer. So growing up, he spent a lot of time in studios and rehearsal rooms. So he was immersed in music from a very, very early age. Jordan started off as a drummer and eventually started playing the tuba. He played that in the school band. He didn't start singing, though, until after high school, or at least he didn't tell anyone he was a singer until after high school. He always wanted to be on stage singing, but he didn't really have the courage to do so. But he had a great voice. It wasn't until a couple kids that went to high school with him ended up going to the same church, seeing him sing, and then coming back to school and being like, yo, this guy can, this guy can really sing. So that gave him a little confidence. So he talks about that. He talks about putting out his first record, how he met his longtime producer, collaborator, keyboard player through church as well. Jordan tells us about the huge success of his song, Favor, where he was when COVID happened and what he had going on prior to that, and all about his most recent song called Let Him Use Ya. You can watch the interview with Jordan on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be rad if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Jordan Armstrong. This podcast is about you, your journey in music, and where you, how you got to where you are now. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, no, that should be easy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw born and raised in Louisiana. Yep. Born and raised there. Um, basically, um, you know, was raised uh, by a single parent. My mother mm-hmm. uh, raised me uh, on her own. Um, she was a wow. singer. I'm, I always say was. And my mom asked me one time, she said she saw our interview and she said, you're telling people, you're telling people stuff like I died. I'm saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> But she was mom, a singer. Yeah, was, but she still is a singer. Yes, my mom okay. is alive and well. But um, That's she, good. She, I'm she good was, to hear. She was a really, really great woman, you know, growing up. Uh, she was a singer, um, wrote a lot of poetry, different things like that. And then uh, she was a heavy influence on me. So, And I'm an only child. So it was literally just me and her oh, every amazing. day, my whole childhood. Really cool. And she was sang professionally? Like, was she in a band or... Well, yeah, she sang clubs. a lot of she sang a lot of background for a lot of uh, Christian artists and things oh, of wow. that nature. Yeah, so um, she was doing a lot of that growing up. So I spent a lot of nights as the only kid in late studio sessions, you know, late night rehearsals, stuff like that. And so I think that's kind of where the music side of me was born. You know, mm-hmm. where I realized, like, I think I want to do that when I grow up. Like, I want to be a musician or an artist or something musically. I knew I was going to have music in my future from that day, from those days. Cool. So you very young age, you're already getting, like, you're absorbing yes. what would become, yeah. like, studio time and yes. This, this is, like, seven, eight years old. You know what I mean? Wow. So this is way early. Like, waking up, falling asleep in the studio, waking up, they're still going. It's like four in the morning type stuff, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And this is before iPad, you know, you threw, a, threw an iPad in a kid's hand and some hands. Oh, that's my, that's my go-to move with my uh, uh, five-year-old. Right. <laughs> uh, right. So all I was able to, and, and there wasn't tons of cell phones. Cell phones weren't as, you know, as lit as they are now. So mm-hmm. I, I was literally watching. I, I had nothing else to do but watch and listen to them create. And um, I think, like I said, I think that pretty much sparked uh, what I do now. 
That's amazing. And yeah. uh, did you get into an instrument really early on as well? Or? I did. I got into band uh, uh, in middle school, uh, in junior high school, and mm-hmm. uh, I used both of my electives for music. So I was in jazz band for one elective, and my second elective was um, a concert band. Oh, so cool. tuba, yeah, I played tuba in concert band, and then in jazz band, I played drums. Yep. Oh, yeah. what was your first instrument? First instrument was drums, for sure. Uh, okay. But my first instrument in school was uh, the tuba. tuba. Okay. So when did you start yeah. playing drums? Were you playing on like a kid or was were you doing more percussion work? Yeah, you know, it starts on the tables and the pots and pans at home. Sure. You know, and um, <laughs> I think, you know, my mom was one of those parents that, you know, she didn't get angry that I was beating on things. She <laughs> bought a drum set, you know. That's awesome. She, like, she channeled it, you know, and I think that was really cool of her because um, that helped me gain a love for, for instruments and music as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think every time I was really into something, she really dove into, you know, pushing me towards that thing if I had the passion for it. And um, I plan on doing the same for my kids, but I'm so grateful she did that because, you know, I do music today and I absolutely love music. Because even back to back to high, my high school days, you know, mm-hmm. I had to make a decision if I was going to be in the band or play football. Mm-hmm. And I had one game <clears throat> that... um. It's the first game of the season. And uh, I was in the band, in a concert band, and my concert band had to play for halftime. So I had to run, change clothes to the band's clothes and do halftime and then go back to the locker room to gear back up for football. And my coach set me down. He set me down and he was like, man, you're going to have to make a decision. He was like, it's either us or the band. And uh, I chose the band. I think he thought I was going to choose music, but I chose the band, man. I never looked back to us. Uh, That's football. amazing. Yeah, he's probably like, <laughs> you got to make a decision thinking yeah. like he's going to choose football. And you're like, all right, exactly. peace out. <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. I was like, thank you. I don't have to sweat outside all day and practice after school. Right out of the world, these pads. Yeah, yeah, man. Folk hitting on me. You know, it was crazy. But um, I I definitely did enjoy sports. But music, man, just took over my life at such an early age. Like, you know, I just I couldn't deny it. I couldn't get away from music. It was Mm -hmm. everywhere for me. So did you play tuba in the band? Still, I did. In high school, yeah. And I was the smallest. I was the smallest tuba player. You know, we had the big tubas with the big, the big horn on it. Uh-huh. Over your body, it wraps around your body type thing, come around the top. And you um, gotta march around with that thing yeah. on too. Oh and my I, gosh. I was, I was killing it. I was the I was the shortest dude out there playing the biggest <laughs> instrument. That's awesome. And uh I enjoyed it, man. I loved it. Did you were you in the chorus at all or choir? Actually, no, I was not. Um it's kind of really funny because that, you know, that, yeah, it's crazy because yeah, you have such yeah. a great voice. Thank you, man. Thank you. Now, I was I think I was a little bit ashamed that I could actually sing. I think I was just kind of shy about it um, in school, especially in high school. You know, we had talent shows and all of these things going on at the school. And I was I would be in the audience watching the winner sing a song just terribly. And everybody <laughs> at school loved it. I was like, man, I could kill that dude if I if I had the courage to get up there. And um, 
I think the word kind of got out. I was, I had to sing at my aunt's church. My auntie had a church that she was the pastor of her and her husband. And um, I sang there and two of the kids from my school was at that church and they heard me sing. And so they came back to school and told everybody that dude, that dude Jordan can sing, man. Everybody's like, what? No way. He's like, no, he sang in my church. He killed it. And so from then on, everybody was, you know, trying to get me to sing, begging me to sing. I never did it. And um, it's until I got out of high school, I started doing music professionally. And all of those people were like, bro, you never sang in school. Why didn't you sing in school? I didn't know you could sing. So it was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed the fact that I could only focus on music. What gave you the courage to start singing? Was Did you write a song or like when did you decide like, you know what, I'm going to just take a shot at this singing music thing uh, my mom made me sing your mom um, made you sing <laughs> it was my decision oh yeah it wasn't my choice no i sang my first song at church at the age of six years old and uh she taught me this song i sang the song i didn't want to do it and um after service after the church service um, I had a bunch of old ladies and people after church giving me candy and money because <laughs> I did such a great job. And I think, to be honest with you, it started off real bad because I was only singing to, you know, get money and candy. after church. So now I can wait to sing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's, it started off a little shady, but, you know, now it's, it's way more meaning to why I sing, but it started off for, for candy and money, for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, then after high school, though, but, like, to have the courage to pursue it as a career. Like, yeah. When, yeah, no. When I did felt, that start? I felt super confident then. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I think it was um, the fact that I felt like it was time and that was something that I knew I wanted to do as a career, you know, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, people were preparing to go to college and, you know, for go to college to start their careers later in life. And I think that was my moment where I was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I want to sing. I want to be an artist. I want to produce. I want to write. Mm-hmm. And so I told my mom that and uh, she 100 percent supported me, you know, bought a computer for me to, you know, work on some music through. And, you know, I downloaded a couple free programs. I got cracked cracked a couple programs back in the day you, of course. you can, yeah you can just google fruity loop and you could get a, a demo and make beats on it and i think i started there and um that's when it just got serious for me so i was like it's either now or never and i, I just really turned up in with it okay so you started writing was that the first like go at writing songs on your own yeah, oh, it wow. was right writing some terrible songs songs that if I think back now, I'm like that. It, it was so whack. I thought it was so awesome, so litty. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I I was I was writing songs and I was I was having issues with that. And again, I told you my mom was uh, was always writing poetry when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and so she kind of helped me out a lot with you know techniques and how to write here or how to come up with a concept and things like that. And uh, she also told me to rewrite some of my favorite songs. And that will help me figure out how a song should be formatted. Like, oh, that's an interesting an way intro to, do that. to, yeah. So from an intro to a verse to a pre-course to a hook, and I do that again and again until you get to a bridge and then a hook again. So it's kind of weird because I don't even know if she knew that that was one of the most brilliant things she could have taught me, mm-hmm. but 
that really helped me, you know, know learn how to format a song and also how to write. Mm-hmm. That that started it all. Wow. Well, yeah. you put a record out in 2009, right? Champion was 2009. Yes. Yes. And man. with was that your first that, that was your first album, but what was what was the moment that kind of got you to there? Were, were you writing a bunch of songs prior to that? And then you finally yeah. had a handful of songs that came together for a record. Absolutely. I was working on music by myself first. And um, I can tell I wasn't getting the full sound that I wanted as far as um, the production, because mm-hmm. I was very limited. Again, I was just a drummer and a tuba player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With a little, with, you know, with a talent to sing and write or whatever, but the production wasn't really there for me at that time because I couldn't play piano or keys or guitar. And, you know, a lot of times that's pretty much the meat of a record, uh, right. of the music side of it. And so, you know, I met this guy, he came to my church, uh, a guy named Teddy P. Um, he came to my church and um, I sang a solo that Sunday and he was like, man, you have a great voice, man. You killed today. I was like, thank you. He was like, you know, I play piano. Maybe we can, you know what I mean? Just be friends. I was like, cool. I was like, let me hear you play. So there was a keyboard, a piano, old piano in the back of the church we grew up in. And um, Mm -hmm. he went back there and he played me a song and he did really well. I was like, dude, this dude is really, uh, is really dope. I was like, I'm working on music. Have you ever produced a song before? He was like, no. I was like, well, come to my house. Let's try to work on some music. And I, immediately I was like, this could be my guy that plays pianos and things that I need. Mm-hmm. And uh, from then on, man, he came by the house. We did some music together. And from then on, we were pretty much doing every record together oh, um, wow. from then on. Yeah. And so we basically learned a lot from one another because he was also a music major, vocal major in college. I learned a lot of things vocally from him. He learned a lot of things production wise from me. And I mean, we just kind of pretty much helped cultivated this sound that I do right now. Does he still work with you now? He does. Wow. He hasn't worked on the he hasn't worked on the last few songs, like the last few singles that I've released. Mm-hmm. Um but he's definitely like from everything from then on to this last stuff, definitely he was there on every record. Yeah. That's amazing. So he worked yeah. with you from what like 2000 Nine ish oh, yeah. to 2009 now? to at least 2000, at least 20, uh, 20. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah. And we and we would still work. You know, I think I think, too, you know, it's, it's really great because from us working together, we were both able to become, you know, uh, professionals and stand alone on the things that we do. You know, now I can pretty much produce and write and do everything on my own. And so could he just mm-hmm. even from the things that we learned from each other and to, you know, life, you know, you grow up, you know, I got married, he got married, you know, we didn't have all of that extra free time we used to have when we were growing up creating music. You know, so yeah. So some stuff schedule wise, I had to do what I had to do. He had to do what he had to do. But um, yeah, shout out to Teddy P because um, I feel like without him, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, much of a sound for me or uh, i wouldn't be the type of artist i am today if it wasn't for his help so that's amazing what was yeah. the first song that kind of blew up for you and do you remember that happening first big record i would say was um this record i put out uh, entitled favor mm-hmm. um that was probably my first most successful song 
Um, of course, my first album did great for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as far as like recognition, people started to recognize. Oh yeah. Me. But um, my most successful song, I would say, would be uh, "Favor," and um, that record changed my life financially, changed my life and my music career, and uh, it kind of put me on the map. To be honest. <clears throat> wow. When when yeah. you tell me about seeing the success of that song, like did you put it out and like how quickly did it kind of start doing? Yeah. It blew up real fast. Um, I, you know, you know when something's doing good when you start getting invited to award shows and <laughs> you know things like that. I had never had that experience. You know, I used to I used to sneak on red carpets. You know, right. I used to you know try to figure out ways to finesse my way into award shows. And I think that um, when I released that record and the album with that that album, it was entitled BLSD. Um, when I released that, I just, I felt the change, you know, people were treating me different, you know, things mm-hmm. felt different and, uh, you know, yeah, it, it changed my life. And I think from then on that really helped motivate me too to continue to keep going. It's kind of like, you know, when you're going down a road, you know, you're looking for that sign, you feel like you're going the right way, but you're looking for those signs to tell you that, you know, you're, you're on the right track. So that was one of the moments I had for sure like validated what you're yeah. working for the, yeah. all these you know, years, I don't, right? I don't do it all for awards, but, you know, it's, it's good to get an award here, there, you know? <laughs> it's nice to get some, yeah, yeah. not yeah. only recognition, but, like, be That's able right. to, like, you know, feed the family and everything else on what you're doing. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. And so talking 2020 and, and COVID and everything, how did that affect you? I mean, obviously it affected you, but I mean, yeah. like were you 20- on the road working on a record or what did you have going yeah. on? I was actually working on new music. Um, I hadn't put out a project since 2018. Mm-hmm. So um, I was really uh, excited about 2020. So I, I started working on music. And um, when everything hit the fan, you know, when the world had this big situation happen with COVID. Um, I didn't know what to do because I had a tour set up. You know, I had music I was about to release, you know, and at that point you couldn't tour, you couldn't perform in front of people. Um, I had already planned my whole uh, first quarter of my year out to work on that. And so I was really tripping out because I didn't know what I was gonna do financially either because, you know, this is also my livelihood. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, what, what's going on? I was like, God, you got to make a move here. What is happening? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's crazy. So what, what happened was um, he answered my prayer because everybody was at home listening to music more. And so my streaming went up really well. And um, I was like, man, this is actually cool. You know, because now folks, everybody was at home, stuck at home, playing my music over and over and over. And so uh, that really that was really something that kept me afloat. And I also learned too in that process of, um, in that process of just staying at home is that consistency was key. I was able to, I didn't have any music to release. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had music already backed up, I could have dropped music during 2020, but it also showed me that, you know, I, I wasn't prepared. And so I learned that lesson to always have music available. Even if you're not putting it out, you know, have something that if you just want to drop today, release it today you know if mm-hmm. you got something you want to drop next week release it next week you already have music so i learned a lot man my relationship with guy got stronger relationship with my wife you know i i i learned a lot man 2020 changed my life too you know mm-hmm. i lost a couple of 
family members and uh, to, to a lot of things that was going on in 2020. But, you know, I'm grateful for 2020, mm-hmm. man. It taught me a ton. And you, you were able to get some great songs. It sounds like I, mean, I out was. Of it. So know, like, this, my God can yes, and the new yes. one. This is uh, stuff you guys are hearing right now. You know, right. So these so, are all, um, so these are all records that you had wrote over the past year. It sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Even some, even some stuff you guys haven't heard yet. It's some stuff that I did during that time, you know, and uh, it, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful because again, I feel like I made some of the best music I ever made too. You know, we went down to Louisiana to spend time with family during during uh, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, I was locked up in a little room. They had an extra room in my mother-in-law's house. This room is like, it's, it's got like pink walls. It's uh, got carpet. It's got a, she had an old table that she let me use to set up my speakers on and my computer. And I was like, man, it's, it, felt, it felt like I was back at home you know, as a kid making music wow. and uh, like a full circle felt, kind of, moment. man, it felt so good. And I was making some of the best tracks and just coming up with some of the best ideas in that room. And I was like, man, this is so dope. So again, like I said, I, I can't think, be thankful for 2020 enough because I was put in that situation, but I made some of the best music I feel like I ever made. Mm-hmm. So the most recent one you put out is called let him use you or, yeah. L-H-U-A or L-H-U-Y. Yeah. <laughs> um, was that a song that you wrote in the pink room? That was not. That was okay. a song I did recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, that song is kind of crazy how it came about because um, I was talking to my I usually talk to him or call him whenever I'm kind of in a, in a, I guess what you call a writer's block or whatever, you know, where you kind of just don't know what to talk about or what's mm-hmm. next. And uh, he kind of gave me this this idea on the old church. Like back in the day when I was a kid, you know, uh, we would shout out the words, let him use you, you know, just out of the audience to the person that has the microphone. If it's the preacher, the pastor or a singer or whomever, you Mm -hmm. know, you're able to just shout out words like keep going, baby, or do your thing. or You know what I'm saying? Or let him use you. Let God use you. And I was like. He was like, what if you made a record about that, just that feeling? And I was like, man, that might be dope if I, uh, you know, made a song called Let Him Use You. I feel like everyone could would connect with, you know, letting God use them in some way or form. Mm-hmm. And so um, I came up with the track. I produced the track. And uh, all I had was that Let Him Use You in my head over and over. I just didn't know how to sing it. And uh, the melodies came. And then next thing you know, the verses came. And then next thing you know, we got a song. Wow. And so, it just, yeah, it just felt really good producing that because I could literally see myself singing back when I was a kid, like I told you, and everyone's mm-hmm. shouting out these things to motivate me to, you know, basically sing the song well. And uh, it brought me back to that. And so every time I hear that record, I actually think about that. That's cool. It's such a positive yeah. message in a song. It's really cool. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. So you have other stuff in the, you talked about having other songs that people haven't heard yeah. yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have plenty of uh, music, man. I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, holding back a lot of things to be honest um, mm. and try not to give too much. I felt like in 2019, I dropped three EPs back to back, like mm-hmm. two weeks apart. And um, all of those songs equal to about maybe 23, 24 songs. 
And when I put those songs out, I mean, three, four months later, everybody's like, where's the new music? I'm like, I just gave y'all 20, yeah. almost 25 songs. <laughs> right, you know? right. And so I also learned, too, that, you know, the, the world is different now. You know, people digest music so quick now. You know, this week, you know, somebody's hot. Next week, you know, it's another song everybody's on now. You mm -hmm. know, so just being consistent and just constantly dropping music. And so I've also learned that, you know, just releasing a little a little a little you know if i would have stretched those 25 songs out i could have still been releasing songs right now right so, so you can have like another year of songs yeah <laughs> exactly so you know i try not to give people too much now you know now yeah. i'm just dropping here here there dropping a little bit and uh eventually i'll put all of those all of those songs together with a few new songs together to make an ep so oh, cool. um, that's so you, that's what's you, next Planning on it. Yeah. So you are planning on putting a full project out. I love that. Yes, man. I think the the listeners and my fans are really uh, become accustomed to hearing a body of work from me. Mm -hmm. um, the singles do really great. I'm, I'm grateful for that. But people like to sit down and just play, press play on my music and just let it go. Right. And so the whole record that, out. Yeah. And I've noticed that. And so, you know, you got to give the people what they want. So mm -hmm. uh, that's what we're going to do. I love it. Have you had a chance yeah. to uh, do any live performances yet? Absolutely. Not with this new stuff. Um, I've done some things uh, here and there, you know, but um, as far as touring and things like that, I haven't. Right. I, I really can't wait to do that. You know, it seems like the moment when the world was about to open back up again, it kind of seems like it may be closing. Again. Oh, yeah, I know. So, it's, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like we're, we're, we're in limbo right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the virtual performances are a thing now. And so mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I'm really big on that. I want to do more of those. I do have one that's out right now. It's on YouTube. It's called uh, Summer Nights. And um, I have a bunch of new records on there. But um, I want to, I want to, I definitely want to get into more live performances, man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when you really get to connect with the people who listen to you. You know, mm -hmm. it's nothing like having people singing your lyrics back to you. You know, and it's just a, it's a crazy energy. So I definitely miss that. I can't. Well, yeah, I can't wait for you to be able to get back and do this. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Like you just said, uh, stuff was opening up and then now yeah. who knows what's going on. But yeah, man, um, I love the new songs. Yeah. My God is Thank a great you. song. Um, Thank you. The one we just talked about. Let him use yeah. you. Amazing song. So. Yeah, I love what you're doing. Thank and you, I really appreciate your time, Jordan. I thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, no, man, it's it's an absolute pleasure, man. Uh, you you make this stuff feel easy, so oh, I appreciate you, you man. That yeah. means a lot to me as well. I yeah. have one more question for you before I let no, you go. go. Ahead. Do you have any advice for aspiring artists? Yeah, um, um, finding the right team is key. You know, even though my team started off real small with just me and Teddy Pete, you know, but just finding somebody that you know connects with you musically. You know, somebody that you can rely on. It's like a Drake with 40. You know what I mean? Drake does every record with 40. It's like they're a team. You know, they get it. They get each other. I'm sure they think of things at the same time or before the other thinks it. You know, like they have the same mind. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what, you know, really helped me when I was working and starting off in, in doing music is when I had that with Teddy P because I would be like, man, I'm thinking about saying this and then he says it right before I say it. I'm like yes you know <laughs> you're just finding that person you know or finding that team too that everybody you know 
believes in you. You know, everybody feels like you can do this. Um, so that's the key for me. Having the right people around you, like-minded people around you, people that are going to motivate you, and sometimes having people that believe in you more than you believe in yourself um, is, is what got me here. So that's my advice to all the, uh, you know, everybody that wants to be an artist or be in the industry.